Hello, and welcome back to 365 Days with MXM Tune. I'm Maya, a singer, songwriter, video maker, Oakland native, and admittedly kind of a believer in astrology. I'm also a huge history nerd. I love untold stories, gross facts, hidden secrets, and anything weird, dark, and funky from the past. So each day, I'm going to share one of my favorite deep cuts with you. So let's dig into today's story. It's 365 with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff, no, it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough. It's 365 with MXM Today, we're gonna talk about one of my favorite things space. On September 18, 1965, Japanese amateur astronomers Kaoru Ikea and Tsutomu Seki were watching the sky when they independently spotted a new comet, just visible to the naked eye. The comet hadn't been on any scientist's radar until then, even though it was just under 100 million miles away from the sun when Ikea and Seki discovered it. I know that sounds like a lot, but in space distance, that's actually pretty close. Seki and Ikea were actually working independently of each other when they spotted the comet, but since they were both the first to make this major discovery, they got to have it named after them, Comet Ikea-Seki. Comets that are visible to the naked eye are exceedingly rare, and astronomers were super excited about this new discovery, since it would give them a good opportunity to study it. This was early on in the United States space age. The U.S. had just launched its first astronaut, Alan Shepard, just a few years before in 1961, and a man wouldn't walk on the moon until four years later in 1969. Space was hot, and thanks to the comet, now it was close. Scientists started running calculations on the comet, and eventually discovered that by the end of October, the comet would literally graze the sun. This was a huge deal. A comet that close would burn really bright and give people on Earth a seriously beautiful show. The big day came on October 21st, 1965, where people in the western United States, shout out to California, were able to see the comet streak across the sky. Because it was so close to the sun, it burned extremely bright, about a hundred times brighter than Venus. Kitt Peak National Observatory astronomer Stefan Marin said that it was the most splendid thing he had ever seen. And that dude made a career out of looking at beautiful things in the sky. It was such a clear and bright comet that for the first time since the Great Comet of 1882, astronomers had enough visible material to study it. And it wasn't just a one-day event. The comet's tail was 70 million miles long, and folks on Earth were able to see it in the sky for days afterwards. Some people who were lucky enough to see it said they'd always remember it. And other famous comets, like the Halley's and the Hale-Bopp Comet, paled in comparison. Sadly, for those of us who missed Ikeaseki, it doesn't look like we'll get to see it anytime soon. Scientists say it only comes around once every 600 years. On the bright side, get it? Our great, 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 great grandkids might get treated to a pretty sick show. And 2565. Now, in my own life, I don't think I've ever witnessed a comet in person. I've seen my fair share of eclipse and whatnot, but 
I think that my earliest memory of ever interacting with space was being in Taos, New Mexico with my grandparents. And my grandpa owns a really big telescope so that way he can look at the planets at night because in New Mexico, the sky is like ridiculously clear. Um, And I think I was six when I first looked at the moon through the telescope. And I just remember being in awe that there was a world out there. And I don't really know what this memory serves to share other than the fact that I think we can all remember the moment when we realized that the world was much bigger than the tiny area that we take up. And I'm sure that witnessing a comet like Ikeaseki, all of the people that saw that were reminded of how tiny we are. And maybe that's not such a bad thing after all either. And now here's a fun music fact from September 18th. On this date in 2014, Taylor Swift's single, Shake It Off, debuted at number one on the U.S. singles chart. The track, off her Grammy-winning album 1989, was Swift's second number one U.S. single. Her first was We Are Never Getting Back Together, off of 2012's Red, and only the 22nd song to debut at number one in the chart's entire history. And now it's time for me to take a look back on my own personal history to see what I was up to on a September 18th in my life. So as I'm looking through my photo archive, on September 18th of 2019, I traveled all the way to Portland, Oregon, so that way I could play the first show of my first ever like extended tour, the Masquerade tour. I forgot that the tour started so soon after the release of the album. Dang, the grind really does not stop. Um, But yeah, I was really nervous. I'd never played in Portland before. I have a bunch of photos here of Chipotle. For some reason, I was really excited about that. And we were setting up the merch table too. There was a photo booth at the venue I played at in Portland called um, The Holocene. And that's also the name of a Bon Iver track if <laughs> if you want to go stream that one too, but also stream Bon Iver by MXM Tune, whatever. But I have the photo strips that I took inside of that photo booth still, and they're pinned up inside of my family's house in California um, because I wanted to commemorate the kickoff of that tour. So that's pretty sweet. I'm sure that I will have more tour memories to share as the podcast goes on and I get to talk about all the fun stuff that I've gotten up to in the past mere 20 years of my life. But that will be all for today's episode. Thank you again so much for listening, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. It's 365 with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff, no, it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough. It's 365 with MXM Tune. Thanks for listening to today's episode of 365 Days with MXM Tune. Make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and follow along with us on social media at 365 Days MXM Tune on all platforms.